I've been playing a lot of Breath of the Wild recently. Getting ready for Breath of the Wild 2? Yes. Well, it's Tears of the... I don't know, actually know how like much of a connection there will be, but... I saw a theory that it's actually a prequel to Skyward Sword. So the, what, we're like looping all the way back to the timeline, so we've got Breath of the Wild down there we at the just bottom? Like, it's just <laughs> like an Ouroboros, like... It, it's a giant... Giant time Luke. Welcome to Screen Walkers, a brother-sister podcast where we, the walkers, tell you what's on our screens. My name is Becca. And I'm Josh. And we have a very special guest star with us today, uh, second time in a row. Uh, this is our brother, Price. This is Josh's twin. Uh, thank you for having me on today. Very excited You're to be here. Yeah, we're excited to have you. Uh, Rebecca, would you, like to, would you like to introduce us to what we will be discussing today? Sure. Um, we kind of needed some more time to finish up the movie bracket finale. We know everybody's so excited to find out which film was going to be the best. We've had some personal things going on in the last couple of weeks. We just really haven't found the time to review all of the films yet. We decided to give ourselves kind of a break, give ourselves another two weeks to get it ready. And so today, we will be discussing uh, the very first non-movie topic on the podcast, which is so exciting. Um, And I wanted to talk about the games that we have played the most so this is not like our favorite video games of all time this is not like the video games that we consider to be high art or whatever this is the video games that have managed to keep us trapped for hours on hours on end because i think it's a really interesting juxtaposition i would not say that most of the movies that are at the top of my hours played are my favorite games i would definitely say that uh my top games would not be yeah, like not your favorites, right? Because it's just, a, I think it's a really interesting exhibition. So I kind of wanted to give us opportunities to discuss both sides. I think there's a really, like, very specific type of game that can allow you to go for a long time in it, right? Like, there are some really good games out there that it's hard to hit, like, 25 or 40 hours on. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, there just might not be a lot there. Like, I was talking about Return of the Oprah Den earlier. It's one of my favorite games of all time. I've played it multiple times. I have not even breached like close to fifty hours on it because it like takes just a couple hours to play. Yeah. And if I were to hit a hundred hours in that game, it would take many, many playthroughs. <laughs> yeah. And then something like uh, um, I was also going to say um, the Outer Wilds. Is that the right one? Yeah, Um, like you're not ever gonna hit hundreds of hours in that game Uh because once you play through it one time, you can't really play through it again. Yeah, I've I've played through that game maybe one one whole time, and I did the DLC, and I've just been like trying to do as much as I can in the game, and I've got 48 hours on it. It is not by any means my most played game, you know, but I love it. It's, It's such a good game. To me, I don't know if other people think about it, but so um, I don't know. How do we want to do this? We can kind of just go around Robin style. We could, I don't know. What are you guys thinking? I think first we should focus on one person and get. We should go around to the number one and then the number two and the number the number three of all of us. And I think the other two should try to guess the third person's number one game first. Okay, does that sure. make sense? Mm-hmm. I want. Yeah, who should be guest first? I want to guess you first, Rebecca. Ooh. Okay, we can do Price, that. Price, what do you think Rebecca's most played game is? Mm, I don't know a ton about her gaming habits. I feel like Diablo would probably rank pretty high up there. Okay. Um, I don't think I that would be her number one, though. Based on her past with her friends that I know of, I think Stardew Valley has a good chance of. Oh, being that's a really good guess. 
because I remember when she first moved out to Minnesota, she could never do anything with us because she was always playing Stardew Valley with them. Yeah, so I think that's a good one, I think. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, Josh, get it. Um, oh, heck yeah. So how many hours is it? Do you want to guess how many hours, or should I just tell you? 350. Um, sure. Price, do you have a guess? I mean, my highest is in the 200s. Um, let's see. I'm going to go below, Josh. I'm going to say 305. Okay. That's so sorry. You shouldn't have lowballed price. Uh, in fact, over the three different terms that I had Stardew Valley installed on, I have played over 700 hours of Stardew Valley. Oh my <laughs> goodness. This is a lot of Stardew Valley. It's a lot of Stardew I know. In my defense, there is the thing where I've been playing it with my How many times have you married Sebastian? Uh, none, actually. That is almost a straight month of Stardew Valley. I know. That's 29.16 days. Yeah. In my defense, I've owned a copy of Stardew Valley since 2016. I, I, I downloaded it for my PC. Yeah. And, and like, I've just had it on my PC, and I poured, like, a couple of hours into it here and there when I first had it. And then I started seeing hints about how to play it better, and then I really got into it. Uh, and then me and my friends started playing it once I moved out here. And then, of course, there was also, like, the COVID pandemic. Absolutely inordinate amount of Stardew. I will say, Stardew Valley was a, really hard for me to put a lot of hours into until I figured out the best ways to do the uh, community center. Because before I really knew how to do that, I would just be like, okay, this is too hard. I have to wait for, like, three seasons to get this next thing on there. And I'm just going to give up now. Yeah. No, that's definitely factors into it. You know what's so funny? Over those 700 hours, I've never gotten the 100%, like, the end cut screen, uh, which was only incorporated with the five update, but still, I haven't gotten it yet. So what do you like about Stardew Valley, and what do you, what do you, what do you like about Stardew Valley? What do you not like about Stardew Valley? Um, I think that, that I like most about Stardew Valley is just that it has a lot of charm. Um, it's got very, like, like, it's every little bit of the design is just so, like, filled with personality. Like, so, um, the gameplay loop is good, but it does sometimes leave something to be desired. Like, you can see, get a little bit burned out when you're, like, think about, like, watering your crops every day and grinding for the 10 million gold. I definitely invest in sprinklers as soon as I can. <laughs> yeah, no, fully invested. Yeah, uh, it's. I mean, you're like, if even if you're not doing, like, it's just fun to like, you know, do little activities with your friends, and you can go on little. There's a, a little bit of something for everybody, which I think is why it has such wide universal appeal. Cool. So that's me. <laughs> are we gonna guess her other games too, or is she just gonna tell us what her other games are? Well, I, th- I, I think we should go around and each do our number one game. And then do H two R number yeah. two game, and then H two R number three okay. game. I think that's how we should do it. Do you want to order a birth since I went first? Should we try to guess prices next? Sure. Okay, prices number one game. I think you might have mentioned it while we were talking before, but we've been talking about so many different games. I can't remember what it is. He's got a really high Terraria. I know that. It might be Terraria. It might be No Man's Sky. I don't know that he's played as much No Man's Sky as I have, though, and I've only got about 50 hours in it. I don't know how much of The Witcher 3 he's played, but he played a lot of that really quickly. Are you guys ready for my answer? Yeah, yes. go for uh, it. So first off, I just want to go over some of the ones you mentioned. Um, let's see. Um, I can't go over Terraria because that'll be coming up later, but um, Witcher 3, <laughs> I have 170.1 hours, and that was my number six game. And uh, No Man's Sky, I have 86.2 hours, and that is further down the list. That's like my 13th game. Okay, I have a new guess. I think I might know what it actually oh. is. <laughs> okay. Is it is it Skyrim? No. Um, that is uh. close, but my number one game is Fallout 4, which surprised me because I didn't think I'd played it that much. But the main reason for that is because it was a game that for a long time I would play it while I was working. And uh, whenever I had a call come in, I would pause it. And then after the call, if I didn't have anything to do, I would just play it i had something to do <laughs> during the long work day if i had nothing to do and i must have done it for a long time um 
and just had it kind of going on in the background. One thing with that is that, you know, I'll get like eight hours a day, even if I only play it for an hour or two hours that day, just because it'll be paused um, and Steam will spend out those playtime. So I have a lot of hours in it. I've not done that much in it. I've not gotten through the whole story. Um, I haven't gotten through lots of the story. I haven't even met the railroad or anything, if you're doing that arc or anything. I have found Nick Valentine. Um, that's about as far as I've gotten in the story. I haven't even gotten to the pods where you like relive a dream sequence of uh, your son being kidnapped, if anybody has played Fallout 4 and knows what that is. I've done a lot of exploring, but not much of the main story. Can't say I have any idea what you're talking about because I've never played it. It's pretty good if you're just looking for something um, that's just more exploring. Um, you know, exploring the dystopian world of Boston in a shooter versus a third-person Assassin's Creed game. It's a first-person shooter version of that. So I didn't know. I didn't even know it was set in Boston. I thought all of the Fallout games were set in like Las Vegas. No, um, lots of them are. I think the first one is, and the second one is. But Fallout 3 is in Washington, D.C. area. Uh, Fallout 4, and then, yeah, so Fallout 3 is Washington, D.C. Fallout New Vegas, which came right after, is in Las Vegas. And then uh, Fallout 4 was in Boston. And then 76 is in Appalachia. So was was just the ability to pause and just kind of it's the biggest appeal to you for the game? Yeah, that's the biggest thing is I just need something that's kind of fairly chill where I don't have to get super invested in things. Um, that's where some games, um, there's one specifically I was playing, but something like um, Outer Wilds can be difficult or other like puzzle games because mm. my concentration can get broken really easily when I have to take a call right away. So if it's something I have to really be concentrating on, um, it's harder for me to do that just because it's harder to get in and out of it. Um, and then being able to pause, it's a must. I did some um, um, Elden Ring that way, but to pause Elden Ring, you have to like, because it doesn't pause when you go into the normal menu, you have to like go into the menu and then there's another button you push and then you have to go into to like for like tutorials and then you have to go to like the menu tutorial and like that tutorial actually pauses the game. So if you do that, then it'll pause and you can uh, <laughs> do other stuff. Um, and I got pretty quick at doing that on a controller, just like pushing the three buttons to get to it. But um, it's just a little bit harder and more stressful, so I couldn't get into that as much. But something like Fallout 4, the Assassin's Creed games or other ones that I've done that a lot of, just um, playing while I don't have anything else going on at work. One of the benefits of working from home. Like I've been playing Bloodborne a little bit recently. And like, yeah. if I'm not focused entirely on Bloodborne, like it's not going to go well for me yeah like, like you can't do it in the middle of a fight because you don't have time to push a few buttons while you're fighting someone no absolutely not and like if you do that even if you were able to do it in the middle of a fight you would totally lose your rhythm and like die and do it yeah you, you you'd start the game back up and then you get instantly hit and killed <laughs> exactly anyways that's my number yay. one josh's turn yay i have a couple of guesses for josh um josh's could uh viably be breath of the wild I know he's played they that one a they lot. It could be Breath of the Wild, yeah. Um, I was also thinking it might be Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I feel like he's put a lot of hours into that. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I kind of want to say like the Batman Arkham Asylum games. But... Oh, I bet the, he's put, he has put a lot into those. I don't know which one, but so you guys are you guys are just wildly off into the stands. You're nowhere near <laughs> the home run. Uh, my number my number one all across all my platforms. My number one game is Valheim. Oh, that makes sense. You have played a lot. 211 hours. How much have I played Valheim? Because I got it before you, because I, th- I feel like I played it before you did. Yeah, you did play it before me. I have 155, so I'm not that far behind you. Nice. The thing is, I can't play so, a lot of the time when you're not playing, because lots of the time we'll play together on yeah. your server, and then I'll lose all my stuff, and I don't want to play by myself when I don't have any of my stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's fair. So I think the thing that the thing that really appeals to me for with Valheim, well, so there's there's the things that appeal to me, and then there's the things that make it a really long lasting game. Uh, the thing that makes it a long lasting game is that there's five bosses. There might actually be six bosses now. I haven't checked since the new update. The first boss you can conquer in like maybe an hour. You can, and then the second boss you can do in maybe a day if you're working hard. And then it just like it's exponential this amount of time between bosses. The third boss is probably like a week. The fourth boss is maybe like a month of working, right? So it's just like the the further you go in this game, the more you're drawn into it. 
but the longer it takes because you're building your weapons from scratch, you're going to the place that you're getting the ore, Mm -hmm. you're getting the ore, you're taking it back to, you know, on a boat to your house. Right. So there's a lot of like, it's very much sort of like an epic Norse tale, (laughs) an epic Norse epic is how it feels because you, you're kind of just exploring this giant world and trying to do everything and everything just takes time. So that's why I have so much time in it. But I really like, I think actually it's maybe my favorite game in terms of the building mechanics. Uh, so for anyone who doesn't know what Valheim is, it's basically Minecraft, but like you're a Viking. What's interesting about that for me is that they have a, a slightly more realistic building mechanic in that like if you build something that's too far out or that is too yeah too disconnected from the ground it'll fall apart so you have to be more strategic in how you make your buildings and that actually really appeals to me because you can't just make whatever you want you have to be strategic about it and think oh how can i make this supportive in this area right so i think that's really interesting so kind of the opposite of price in (laughs) in that like I get fully invested in this game and then I don't want to lose it. Right. I want to keep going on one of what I've already built. So that's why Valheim is so appealing to me. Yeah. Okay. So Rebecca's a number two game. Um, she did mention something about Odyssey. She played a lot of Odyssey. So that might be high up there. She did mention that. I think that that might be a good, it's pretty high up there, but it's not number two. Mm, I don't know. Is that Hades? <laughs> Not Hades either, unfortunately. Uh, my hint is that it wasn't on Steam. Um, my my second hint is it's a game a lot of people were playing in twenty. Not Breath of the okay, Wild. That's no, close it's uh, it's uh, Animal Crossing. Oh, it is. It's Animal Crossing New Horizons. And uh, I like how Animal Crossing and Stardew Valley are your top two. Those are very similar vibes yeah. in a lot of ways. I know. Uh, very similar vibes, and like. I'm so annoyed that Animal Crossing is my number two, first of all, because I'm going to sound like a psycho again, because it's at 440 hours. <laughs> but in my defense, this was at the height of the pandemic. Everybody was playing Animal Crossing. It was, I was not alone in that. <laughs> well, how many hours is it? Uh, 445 is what my Switch wow. says. And like, what's so funny about that is that I wasn't even particularly attracted to Animal Crossing New Horizons. So, uh, so I didn't buy it on my own. Mom got it for me for my birthday, which was in I'm May. pretty sure I suggested it for her to get you. I'm pretty sure you did. Um, like I, I was playing like a whole ton of Stardew Valley. I was. You're like, I don't need Animal Crossing. I don't need Animal Crossing. I've got like a great, you know, immersive sim right here. But then mom bought, bought it for me for my birthday, and I was like, okay, yeah, sure. And I totally got sucked in. There's just something so hypnotic about the way you just, like, log in for, like, it, it, especially at the beginning, like, it gives you, like, a couple hours of content a day in the beginning, like, just to get your island going and, like, build up everything, right? And, like, during the pandemic, like, it was just a real dose of routine that was amazing for me. <laughs> And, like, I would do the same thing that, I, like, you do when you're working out. It's like, I would just, like, do it assignments. And, like, it's so easy to pause. Like, you like you can just suspend play on the switch yeah. and, like, just come back to it whenever. And, like, it's so low stakes. Like, when the world felt like it was falling apart, it was just being in a world where that wasn't happening. <laughs> There's so much to be desired for Animal Crossing. Like, I don't know if you've seen... There was a guy who made a couple of pretend Nintendo Direct detailing like a bunch of quality of life improvements to the game, like being able to craft more than one item. You know, things like this. Um, And like they haven't updated the game since like early last year and everybody's worried that the game is dead even though like they only supported updates for it for like two years. Like what's up with that? You know, it was the biggest game in the world and they just felt it's a fine game. And, but I blame my playing so much of it on. Well, I, I suppose I should contribute it to two things. I really, really liked the. Uh, I bought the DLC for it then, which is the one where you get to design little vacation homes for the Islanders. Mm-hmm. Um, that was very cute, and I liked the designing aspect. So that's my nice. number two. Okay, so then my number two. I will say all of mine are just coming from Steam because uh, I couldn't get 
numbers from the Switch. I didn't have any of my numbers that I've played previously on Switch, just what I played on this console. And uh, most of my Breath of the Wild hours and things like that are not on this console. Okay, I'm guessing the Skyrim is your number two. Any other guesses? No, okay. Yep, that is it. Skyrim with 252.8 <laughs> hours. Hey! 252.8. Yay, so look... I guess it was kind of the first first person or third person RPG, depending on how you like to play it. Fantasy RPG that I really played. And then it was just one that I went back to a lot. I haven't been back to it much recently. Um, and I haven't played it too much in recent times, other than when we did the multiplayer for a little bit. But it was just one where I, you know, I play yeah. it for a while, then stop, and I go back to it for a while, and then stop. And I just had it longer than most of my other games. That's hard. I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot to it, right? I haven't even gotten that much of it. Like I've done the Civil War storyline. I finished that, but I haven't finished the main storyline. I've gotten to the point where you um, meet the the dragon. I can't even remember his name right now. At the top of the throat of the world or whatever they call it and uh like i've gotten to that point but i haven't gotten past that. i haven't gotten to uh sovngarde or any of that i have done the whole vampire storyline and the whole dragonborn um dlc i've done all the dlc for it but never completed like the main the main quest for it did you like the vampire storyline or the werewolf storyline better the vampire one, I well, the werewolf one is just really short since the vampire one is like the whole DLC or the vampire one. So the werewolf one, you know, it takes you like 30 minutes to do probably. I thought that the Dawnguard vampire one went on way too long. I did enjoy it. I do think that Saran is the best companion and she has like the best dialogue out of any of them. It gets really boring if you're just running around with Lydia and she's screaming, No, uh, Skyrim is for the Nords and you're like an Argonian or a dark elf. <laughs> she's just being racist over there like, is this a hate crime yeah. on me you know I could really see her being played by um, the lady that played the Republic Trooper in Mandalorian you know if they ever did a Skyrim movie mm-hmm. <laughs> I think she'd be the perfect person to play Lydia oh, okay. <laughs> get a real racist to play the Skyrim racist America is for the whites Skyrim is for the Nords those are not my actual beliefs <laughs> disclaimer Oh, <laughs> Getting politically spicy on the pod. <laughs> I don't think it's very spicy to say that I think racism is bad. That's not spicy at all. That's not spicy at all. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's, this is a, an official podcast sponsorship. This is the the views stated here and are the views of the podcast. We don't like racism. <laughs> we think it's bad. Racism, racism is bad. <laughs> okay, so what is Josh's number two? What's my number two? I feel like this mm. one might be. It's definitely Outer Wilds. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we were literally talking about how it's not. Well, what's his number one? Valheim. 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 Right. Number two. I feel like it could be an Assassin's Creed game. Yeah, I, I'm going to say it could be Odyssey or Origins. Odyssey, right? I feel like I'm going to say it's not an Assassin's Creed game. Okay. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's Batman. It's got to be Batman. It's, Batman. it's not Batman either. Mm, <sighs> okay. Oh, is this one? Is this one Breath of the Wild? It's not Breath of the Wild, actually. Wow. Okay. Even I'm sure if you looked at like my total time playing Breath of the Wild across like the multiple platforms, right? But uh, then again, I'm sure if you were to look at my whole life, it'd probably be Lego Star Wars. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, Civ 3 might be high up there. Civ 3 is probably high up there, yeah. <laughs> uh, I will yeah. tell you, this game recently passed 200 hours on Steam. Recently. Backyard Baseball. Within the last two weeks, I do not have Backyard Baseball on Steam. <laughs> you do not have 200 hours of backball be- Backyard Baseball on Steam? No. It would be interesting if we could go back and see how much we'd play like childhood games. I know. I think my top would probably be Harry Potter. Again. <laughs> mm, that's a good one. We, we poured a it's lot a, of hours in figuring out all those secrets. My number two game is Stardew Valley. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah. Do you yeah. have anything to add on to that that Becky so, hasn't already so said? I'll say yeah. some things about it because there's some things. I've played a lot of this game multiplayer, and that's a really good oh, thing. Because you play with your roommates, right? Yeah. But also, when I was playing with my roommates, I found that if if they don't play 
the same way that you play the game, you maybe maybe don't, won't like it as much. Because there were times where I would like specifically, it used to be that I would come home from work and we would sit down and play and play till like 10 or 11 at night during this period of time where I was, I only had work. I didn't have any school and that got really exhausting for me because the style in which they played was not the same style that I played the game. I didn't like, they focused on things that I didn't necessarily like to focus on with the game. And there's so much that you can do in Stardew, right? There's so many different things that it can get a little grinding if you don't have the same interests that they do in they they were very like categorical and like okay we do exactly these things and we get these things done in like the fastest time and I did not want to. They do were that very much min maxing it. Yes, I was like I kind of just want to fish, you know. I just want to fish today. I don't want to have to worry about <laughs> going into the skull cavern again. I yeah. hated fishing in Stardew Valley until I was just like I'm just not going to try to catch the crazy fish. Because well, I thought for a while that every single fish that goes crazy up and down is going to be the same species, and it's like you know one species is super hard. But then like sometimes hard species will be really hard. Sometimes they'll be easy, even if they're a harder fish to catch. Yeah. yeah. So I just like oh, I'm just going to skip that, and that made fishing much more enjoyable. Yeah. yeah. I really didn't try yeah. to catch every fish. But I will say I really enjoy this game for similar reasons that I like Valheim. It's just that like there's so much to do, and you can kind of just relax. You don't have to really focus on a super thorough story or like super actiony stuff that's happening. You can just sit back and play the game and let your mind relax for a few hours. So, and I've played it quite a bit recently, and I've felt the same way. Okay, Rebecca's number three. Okay, yes, my number three. Hmm. So this one is. So uh, the play stats for PlayStation and Nintendo Switch are pretty notoriously difficult to pull up. Um, like, it doesn't allow you to... Like, I couldn't even find my PlayStation stats. Oh, really? I literally have no idea where they are. I don't think you can access them at all, actually. Okay. But so, uh, yeah, it's another Nintendo Switch game. Um, and this one, I think, is accurate because this is a game that I poured a lot of in- hours into also on the Wii U. And that's... You might be able to guess it. Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Um, on my Switch, currently, I have 340 hours. I was going to say Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild or Hades. Either one of those. Yeah, mm-hmm. Hades is definitely up there, but it's not. it hasn't crossed 200 hours. So. No. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, anyway, it's another... I don't know. It's Breath of the Wild. Man. Everybody loves it. I can't wait for the sequel. There's no lot of... I don't know. Um... um I'm going to rip the, rip the bandaid off here and say that my favorite is my number three is also Breath of the Wild. You're sure that sure that yours would also be the number three? Yeah, up there somewhere. I don't know because I couldn't find the stats again. It might be on your Switch, but I don't think you can pull my profile anymore because I migrated it to mine. Yeah, um, well, but I mine... definitely put a lot of hours and plus on the Wii U, I did it there and on the your Switch and everything. Yeah. Well, sorry. Were you going to say something else? Well, I just think it's really one of the things that makes it such a long playtime for me is that it's not just a game that I go in and I want to get everything done. I want to like exist in the world. I mean, if you wanted to get everything done, you could finish it in 20 minutes. Exactly, right? Yeah. You could just zoop zap really quick to all the locations, do everything, yeah. right? I want to like talk to the people because all of the dialogue is really funny, right? Or really interesting. I want to kind of role play a little more than I do in other games where I kind of just want to be an, an outside observer. I kind of want to be Link when I play Breath of the Wild. There's something so cozy about like the Hylians and like the little world that they are existing in, like kind mm-hmm. of following the destruction of their world, right? It's kind of. It's almost solar punky in a way. Um, yeah. You know, like you're just kind of subsisting off of the ancient ruins. Like, I, I think a lot of your franchises kind of benefit from this, but it's only a genre that we've recently found. Um, Lord of the Rings kind of leans into this, where, you know, it's this, you know, ancient world, you're kind of surrounded by the ruins of a great civilization, but you're kind of focusing mm-hmm. on the smaller, cozier story. Breath of the Wild does, and Breath of the Wild does this really well too. Um, where it's just 
you know, people just trying to get by and it's really cozy and warm, you know, subsisting off of yeah. what was left behind after like a great catastrophe. Um, and yeah. I think that speaks to a lot of us, like, especially, you know, now following the COVID pandemic, you know, trying to come back from that, trying to rebuild and that, um, mm -hmm. not to sound like an, uh, in these unprecedented times email. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's it's very cozy, and I like existing the world. There was one point where I was playing Breath of the Wild, and I was like, I went in. There's a mode that you can do. I don't know if it's in the base game or if it's part of the DLC that you can buy. Um, but you can switch on a mode in the map, Hero's Journey, I think. Um, and it uh -huh. shows you literally every single step you've ever taken in the game, <laughs> and it just kind of like uh -huh. leads you in a line to the map. And so, like, there was a point where I was going through that and I was finding places that I hadn't been yet, like, that weren't, like, scribbled all over in green. And going to see, and there was always a secret. Because, like, like even if it was just, like, a little Koroxy, like, there's always something in the game. And it's great. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I really enjoy that the game allows you the freedom to kind of explore and experiment for yourself how to do things. Um, with the example that I have from recent... Uh, gameplay is that there's this uh, challenge where you have to get these four orbs up onto like a higher platform and it's raining really heavily and lightning -y, being lightning-y so you can't do maybe some of the more traditional things you can't really like, climb up at all the whole previous time that I've played this game my theory has always been to like try to golf them up like hit them so that the, the, the balls get up onto the platform like you're playing golf right and then this time playing it, I realized that I could tie balloons onto them and that there were these creatures nearby that are like balloon creatures. You can harvest balloons from them. And I was like, wait a minute. Is that the reason that they're here? Is so you can get <laughs> balloons from them? Just, you know, playing so much of this game, there's still so much that you can discover and it can be new and exciting. So. Well, who wants to guess my number three? You did already say it. Your number three. Let me guess. It's another game that he would be able to pause. It might be Witcher, actually. It's not. He said Witcher was number six. Oh, right. Yeah. Of course. Never mind. Um, no, it is up there. but And this one is just under 200 hours. Just okay. Under what were your other two Fallout and what else? Uh, Skyrim. That's right. Skyrim. Those are very similar. This one is not as similar. Okay, so it's definitely not a Bethesda game. <laughs> uh, oh, I just, yeah, those are both Bethesda. Yep. <laughs> is it an Assassin's Creed game? No, those are all pretty high, but not that high. Okay. Oh. I don't think you've played through Red Dead Redemption. No, I don't have that many hours. I have, I think, around 100 hours on Red Dead. Okay. I probably have more on Stadia, too, but with just Steam, it's about 100. Yeah. I'm going to lock in my answer here. I'm going to do something controversial. I'm going to say it's Space Engineers. Okay, yeah, sure. I'm going, I'm going for the wild bid. I'm just looking at the games that I have and guessing what you would play based off that. <laughs> I don't think it's actually that. but Okay. Uh, do you have any a guess, Becca? Not particularly. Um, no, I don't have a guess. Go on, tell us. Okay, so first off, uh, Red Dead Redemption, like you said, that's 108 hours. Uh, Space Engineers is number five with 175 hours. Uh, okay. um, since we've talked about Stardew a few a fair bit, that's number four with the 196 hours. Okay. Uh, number three is Terraria with 241. Oh, Terraria. I Terraria. Yeah. And I've had a couple um, big binge times where I have gone in and like played it a lot for a few weeks and i did that a couple separate times like a month or two apart but um it's really good i mean there's a lot to it despite it being looking you know looking kind of just like a little 2d platformer mm -hmm. and it's kind of fun just to go through and see everything you can do i will say i still do not understand the uh crafting system very well um <laughs> yeah <laughs> mostly i just explore in it but it is it is a really fun game with a surprising level of depth to it which i guess it's not surprising if you would know that they were adding content to it for like 10 years yeah straight <laughs> right it's amazing what you can do with live service games when you actually service them yeah yeah 
Well, not. Nice. It looks like it was released in 2011. So over. Because I'm pretty sure there have been even recent updates, even though it officially ended like two years ago or something, yeah. or a year ago. I have to ask before we finish this uh, discussion. Looking at your lists of the most played games, were there any that really surprised you? That were like higher up or maybe lower down than you were expecting? Um, for me, let's see. Let me get back to it really quick. Oh, sorry, I need to get back to the list. I apologize. You're fine. That's okay. I did want to go through like honorable mentions as well, and maybe third or fourth, fifth, and sixth picks, just skimming. But yeah. So on mine, Fall Four was definitely higher than I thought, and also Terraria. Um, Space Engineers was maybe not as high. Witcher Three is probably about where I thought it would be. Um, Far Cry Five I thought would be higher. Um, that's my number twelfth game. Mm. Um, what else do I have here? Valheim I thought would be higher because I played that a lot during uh, COVID times. But, uh-huh. um, that's only number seven. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's the main stuff. I thought Fallout 4, uh, at least, would be lo- much lower. I didn't think it'd be my number one. I didn't think yeah. I'd play it that much. <laughs> yeah. Nice. So my my number four would be Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Mm-hmm. I played that a lot during COVID. Um, and then How many hours do you have on it? 140-ish, I think. That one's up there for me, too. I've got about 260 hours. But then my number five uh, is Civilization Four, specifically Civ Four Beyond the Sword, the uh, expansion pack for that. Then I have oh. Elder Scrolls Sky- Five Skyrim with 72 hours. Wait, how many hours do you have on Civ Four? 139. Okay, I only have 58 hours on that. And then this is my big surprise for me. My number is one, two, three, four, five, six. My number seven game of all the games that I've played with 71 hours on record is Age of Mythology. <laughs> you do not have as many hours in games on Steam as I do. Because like my seventh game is 155 hours. Wow, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I really like kind of taper off pretty quickly in terms of the games that I play have played. I also think that's not helped by Stadia shutting down because there were a couple of you games have a... I would play a lot on Stadia because I would kind of get a game that I wanted to play without having to use uh, everything in my computer to heat up and explode. <laughs> so You should invest in a laptop cooling pad. I bought one recently. Actually, it's been very useful. No, yours has been nice. Uh, for me, because you got me one a while ago, and uh, the cord broke, so the fans don't even work. But it's still just nice to have my laptop sitting on it and have more open space beneath it. Especially if I'm like wearing it on my um, lap or something, or I have it on my lap, it just gives a space and it's not like burning my legs. Okay. Yeah. Also, I have to say, for the last like ten minutes, mm-hmm. Finn has been sitting here trying to chew on the ring that I have on my hand. <laughs> Is that your wedding? I don't know why, but he's just trying to. Yeah, on my wedding band, he's just <laughs> chewing on it. I don't know why. Oh my gosh. Weird. Boy needs some iron, I guess. I'll send you guys a video of it. It's very funny. <laughs> He's been very good and very quiet for this conversation. I didn't even realize he was next to you. He has been very quiet. He likes sitting in uh, his camping chair. But then when he, uh, I moved my hand too far from him, he had to get off the chair to continue chewing my ring. Uh, of course. <laughs> I might as well go through my honorable mentions now since you guys both did yours. Yeah, um, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, 260 hours. Dragon Age um, is at 153 hours. Uh, like Dragon Age Origins specifically. Um, it's very. Oh, is Dragon? Is that a good one? I've been wanting to play Dragon Age. It's, it's, I really enjoy it personally. I think you should do it, especially. It's very good for the like the pausing gameplay that you were describing. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dragon Age Origins was released in 2010, and so it's a little bit janky. I think it's worth it, and I think that honestly, the I, the build behind the mechanics is the best out of all three games. Um, I think the writing in Dragon Age 2 is the most interesting actually, um, but the holistically the best, I think, is Dragon Age uh, Inquisition. So they're, they've all got their perks. I think you should play all of them. 
Never been. And then um, a couple that surprised me. I have a thir- 139 hours in Portal 2. <laughs> Oh, that's a lot of hours for Portal. My <laughs> Since it's like a five-hour story, if I remember correctly. It's no, not yeah. a very long story. It's, no, it's not. And I think it's just a testament to how much I've liked it over the years. I've owned a copy of it since, like, like not long after it came out, I don't think. Um, yeah, I guess Josh and I both did also play through it on your system, but that wouldn't have added that many hours. No, it wouldn't. Um, it's, it's just, like, one that... Like, if I'm feeling it, I can, like, replay it in an afternoon, and I've gone back to do that a lot. It's, like, a comfort thing, almost, I guess, like, a comfort game. Uh, like, it's yeah, just, it's, like, it's a fu- it's a nice, fun little light platformer with a really interesting, compelling story. I was gonna say, just the other two that are on my top on Steam are uh, Spiritfarer with 72 hours and Dishonored with 67 hours. Um, Spiritfarer oh, is... Oh, i things about those. Yeah. Spiritfarer is only that high because I... I, I was a fan of the studio, uh, people play test and beta test, so I participated in the beta test for that. I, so yeah, that was fun. And then Dishonored, <laughs> yeah, uh, and I really like Dishonored. Um, it's a good stealth game that I enjoy a lot, actually. And that's all One I have to say about that. One game that I have not played yet, but I got it on Steam the other day because it was on sale. Is a, a Plague's Tale. The just reminded me of when you oh, said stealth. Nice. Yeah, yeah. And that's why I'm excited to play once I get through Valheim. That that's all sitting around sixty hours. I've got some other like on my switch that are about um, Kirby and the Forgotten Land is about fifty hours. Um, Spirit Fair another fifty hours in there. Yeah, Hades one hundred and forty five hours. Uh, yeah, okay. Hades, Hades game of the year twenty twenty. Sounds pretty high, but doesn't match your top games at all. I think maybe I need to stop playing video games. Like this doesn't even include all the stuff that you're playing on my PlayStation. Like there's no Persona Five, there's no Red Dead Redemption Two, um, both. Like, there's other games on my PlayStation that I have poured very many hours into. I'm excited for when the weather's warm and I can do my outdoor activities since I'm not bougie enough to do winter sports. <laughs> you can tell me about it. Yeah. It's going to be so nice to just be able to go outside and sit in the sun. And exist. And exist. Without being killed by the weather. Tell me about it. We've yeah. got, like, a winter storm running coming up here in Minnesota. Same. There's supposed to be a lot of snow in Utah in the next couple of days. It's going to be disgusting. But if it gets me out of work, I guess yeah. I will say, there are a couple of those games that we've talked about that interestingly to me seem like they'd be good games for people who are trying to like get into video games or learn like the mechanics of video games. Like We talked mm-hmm. about Portal. I think Portal's a really good one for like understanding mm-hmm. a three-dimensional environment within a video game. Yeah, and okay. just like, and it's really slow paced. So it's not like you have to be uh, really good at controlling the movements in the first person character or anything. Exactly, because yeah. you just gives you time to learn. I also fun. think also that... Breath of the Wild is a pretty good one. I like how they show you which button to press for different yeah. actions. Mm-hmm. They do it in a really unobtrusive way that's still helpful. That's a good yeah. one. I think Stardew Valley is a really good one too, because it's it's two dimensional, right? So you don't have to worry about camera control at all just camera controls are something that's really hard for someone who's trying to get into games who didn't do it as a child or anything Mm -hmm. yeah seriously because for me it's almost second nature um i'm not sure what games we played a lot where we had to control the camera well it's Um, it's a pretty new thing in gaming too i think right like lego games that wasn't a thing at all it was a fixed camera that looked at you yeah Right, but I think yeah, that also long time. those kinds of games are what kind of led you into those. Right, it's kind of the natural successor of yeah those types of games is going into camera control. Yeah. So, backyard skateboarder yeah. did that have a control camera control? I think you were just always be it was just always behind you. But again, right, like that kind of is a good. A way to understand how you would want to control the camera. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It teaches you sort of like if you're here. Harry Potter for the Harry PC. Potter has, they had a free camera. Yeah. You yeah. Can drive. Oh yeah. I don't. I don't think I've ever played that with a controller. I don't even know if it would work with a controller, but you could control the camera there. Yeah. You couldn't control the camera on Quidditch World Cup. That followed, but 
Yes. <laughs> oh, what a great game. <laughs> what a great game. Honestly, Quidditch World Cup, like everybody's talking about like with Hogwarts Legacy coming out, everybody's talking about like, oh well, why are you so concerned about playing Hogwarts Legacy when you didn't you play, you know, Harry Potter 2 for the Switch or <laughs> not for the Switch for the PS2 or whatever? And I'm like, where is the love for Harry Potter 3 for the PC? Or Harry Potter Quidditch World Cup for the PC. Like these Quidditch are World some of the Cup. differences in those games are bizarre. Like Harry Potter One between consoles versus PC has some bizarre differences. That's yeah. insane. Yeah, and uh, I did see one person mention Harry Potter Three, but it was for the Game Boy Advance, and it was so different. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I know it was hilarious and insane. Okay, um, let's we can wrap this up. Let's wrap it up with if you could take. One game just out of your Steam library or your Switch library and recommend it to the people. What would you recommend? I can go first. Um, I did mention a couple earlier that I probably would recommend. Um, what I said, uh, Disco Elysium and Return of the Open. Both are very good. I would encourage you to play them. Um, but for this last one, I think I want to promote Inscription, which is another interesting indie game. Um, it's a it's a card. It's a deck building game. It's a card game. Um, it's it's not really deck building. It's just a card game. Um, but you play as a. I don't even know how to say. It. He's like a YouTube. He's a YouTuber that focuses on card games. He's kind of like a Magic the Gathering YouTuber who finds this old computer copy of this old vintage game buried in the woods behind his house, and uh, you play. Like, as you play through the game, you realize that, like, the game has been taken over by one of the four initial bosses of the game, and you have to figure out how to trust him and restore order to the game world. It's really fascinating. It's, like, really, um, and it's got, like, a really interesting sort of mystery playing games. Like, I'm not a huge card game person, um, but the mechanics were simple enough that I was really able to to easily grasp it and but it was still hard enough that you know it took a little bit of effort and it was really good and i really liked it i'm currently looking through my uh my library to see what i would what i would recommend most you know just kind of the most general broad base probably just breath of the wild uh-huh. nice another one that i find really fun but mm-hmm. doesn't appeal to everyone because it's a city builder game is timberborn mm-hmm. um you just beavers living in a post-apocalyptic world and you're making a city builder with your beavers with your beavers that's really cute actually <laughs> i like i like the idea because like you'll get city builders like frostpunk right where it's like people surviving in a frozen wasteland and that's interesting i do enjoy that one too yeah but the beaver one but the beaver one is so that's like some sort of fun concepts it's so novel yeah, and uh, water is a really big part of the game, and there's like drought periods and things, and you have to manage your water so you don't just die during the drought. Sure. <laughs> um, the game I'm actually going to recommend is The Red Lantern. I think I was telling you guys about this a while ago. It's sort of an interesting take on a roguelike, where you like whenever you fail, you retry it again and again. Uh, but you learn things from every single try that you do. It wasn't the game that I was expecting, so at first I was like, "Oh, this is so disappointing." But I, you know, I kind of got into it and I got used to the way that the game was going, and it actually tells a really interesting story. So, dog sledding. That's the that's the other thing is you get doggies. Doggies. I already have doggies. You do. I don't think. I mean, I'm sure that they would be enthusiastic <laughs> to pull a sled, but I don't know if they would have the strength to. Yeah, I mean, it's a bit, they're about 50 <laughs> pounds of dog yeah. between them, so. That's true. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I was going to say, like, Finn's pretty tall, but he's also very thin, so. Finn is thin. Yeah, he's probably about That's 35 more. to 40 pounds. And then Jedi's like 15 or so. Yeah. <laughs> What? <laughs> oh, can I tell you a game that I don't recommend? <laughs> In Sim World Two, I have this game on Epic because it was free. <laughs> it's so boring. It's just you're riding a you train. Remember when we were obsessed with the, the truck driver simulators. 
And we get like the free trials for them, and we like milk everything we could out of the free yes. trials. Because they'd be like, you have one play, and we like leave the uh-huh. computer on for as like days <laughs> until it crashed. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, like, literally, this is like the worst. The like the worst extent of that. It's literally like pull this lever. Yeah, you control now the train goes. is moving forward. Now you press this button. Now you twist this. Now you pull this lever. You know, it's just like <laughs> I don't want to do a job. Simulator. <laughs> this is literally someone's job. There's actually some lore to that. I would play Power Washer Simulator because. <laughs> Your day job is a janitor. <laughs> At night, you play Power Washer Simulator. <laughs> he is the champion of cleanliness. Yeah, I'm looking at my uh, Epic Games, and I've got some weird ones in here. <laughs> sometimes they have really good ones, and then sometimes it's just random game. I don't even play most of them. I do have the uh, the mob or the gang city yeah, of gangsters same. or something. That's that one's really was... pretty fun. That's kind of how it was with uh, Stadia, too. It was just like, have all these free games, and you're like, what do I... Okay, thanks, I guess. Yeah, um, thanks. thank you so much for listening to Screenwalkers. Uh, as always, you can find our uh, podcast notes at screenwalkerspod.com. Support us on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash screenwalkers. Not like not we don't have a Patreon. Oh, <laughs> never mind. You can't do that. No free money for me, I guess. <laughs> if you want to be a patri- patron, make us a Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's no, it's oh, not. Um, actually, if you really want us to make a Patreon, leave a comment on the website. That's the only place I'll see it. Or I guess you can DM me on Twitter. That's fine too. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, we're done. Yeah. Uh, Craig is still recording me. I cannot talk comfortably until he's gone. Just kidding. <laughs> That's here. I'll stop him. Give me those. Okay. <laughs>